Yeah, it's your boy, mm-hmm. Mario Quinn. 2019, 2020, coming in full effect, level up music group. Yeah, 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 Jack. Uh, gotta give it up. Started from the bottom, but I climb my way up. Level up studios, that was all up in my thoughts. So I put it in a pot and I mix it all up. Wrote it down like 2013. All right, all right, all right. Peace and love, family. What's going on? It is your boy, Mario Quinn. And we are here with yet another Level Up podcast. And I must say, I'm extremely pumped, one, because, you know, COVID hit us pretty hard. Um, we haven't been able to do um, an in-person interview in, in a long time. Uh, but we're, we're back, uh, you know, uh, because of some of the things that have been lifted. Uh, thus far when it comes to social distancing and things of that nature. So I'm really excited. Um, but I'm also extremely pumped because uh, I'm joined today with a new co-host, my boy, Marik. What's up? Uh, world? He's going to be serving as my co-host on the podcast. We're trying to change it up. As you can see, we have a new setup and everything like that. Uh, but I'm even more excited for our guest tonight. Uh, <laughs> my boy, none other than Carlos. T. Carter. How you feeling today, Carlos? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Hey, nope. Hey, thank you for being on the show, man. I'm I'm so pumped because like I I, I follow your Instagram. I you know, I'm looking at everything you're doing, and I'm just like, dude, this dude's an inspiration. You know, <laughs> we had uh, an opportunity to meet at the uh, Homeless Children's Education Fund. Yeah, yeah, and so um, you know, just your energy when you walked into that conference room, and I'm like, <laughs> yo, I just had that feeling like I want to be like him when I grow up, you know. Um, so I'm I'm really happy that you you've graced us with your presence this evening, and um, you know, we're gonna get straight into the interview and everything like mm-hmm. that. It's not about me at all. It's all about what you bring uh, mm-hmm. to the table and all the great work that you do here in um, the city and, of course, uh, abroad. So, uh, without further ado, Carlos, if you can let the people know who you are, what it is that you do, what it is that you stand for. Uh, where you come from, all that good stuff. Just all tell right. the people about you. All right, that's that's a, a big question. Yeah, <laughs> who am I? So yeah. who am I? I'm, I'm a father. I'm a son. Uh, I'm a friend. Uh, I'm a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. I'm a writer. I'm a blogger. I'm a singer. Okay. Um, actually, I do commercials, too, so I guess I'm an actor as oh, well. Wow. And had the pleasure to meet Chadwick Boseman oh, wow. on Marmarini's Black Bottom. Yeah, yeah, Matt Marmarini's Black Bottom yeah, mm-hmm. last year. So uh, I have a lot of different things. But mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day, I'm a lover of the people. And I feel like, you know, my message is inspiring people to discover their value, passion, and purpose, and the greatness that's within. I believe everybody's great. I'm a negative, nat- a negative, a native Pittsburgher. Uh, so <laughs> grew up partly in Duquesne, partly mm-hmm. in the East End. Um, I tell people I'm proper hood. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you know? I, feel, I feel that. I feel yeah, very proper Yeah, proper hood. <laughs> you know, uh, don't, don't let the tide fool you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and now I live in the Amherst area, but I work in the city in the Hill District. Mm-hmm. I'm the leader of the Homeless Children's Education Fund, okay. uh, in addition to the speaking and things that, that, I, that I do. But again, I, th- I want to leave, my goal is to leave people in places better mm-hmm. than I found them. I love all people. I love my people. Uh, I stand for equity for all. Um, and, and I like to keep it real, but again, I like to see people be nice. the best versions of themselves, nice. be better leaders and better people, nice. essentially. Nice. Nice. See, this is why I want to be like him when I grow up, <laughs> when I get, when I get 35, you know, that's in a year. So hopefully I can make it to there by. I want to be like you too. Right. I felt that when I met you, honestly, when I met you, I said, well, I love this guy. Oh, thank you. And as soon as I, I met you, I felt the same thing. So. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Well, I, I, I love everything, uh, about your journey just like everything you just said. Um, but when we think about journeys, you know, we know that we we have to go through things to right. get to get to these awesome places that make us awesome people. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so can you talk a little bit about, you know, some of that journey, you know, maybe, you know, starting with your singing and just kind of like how you got into um, uh, education, things like that. And like what sparked um, you, you wanting to start uh, Seize to Fruit Motivation and okay. all that and just just kind of how all that fits into your your full branding package. Wow, that's a lot. You, so, you so loaded, I know. Yeah, you have some loaded questions. I'm a loaded guy. <laughs> well, I, I definitely said we all have a journey. We all have a story. I think we all have the courage to tell our stories mm-hmm. and be honest about that. But, again, I grew up in Pittsburgh, single-family home. Uh, you know, had good things happen but faced many challenges, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, not knowing my dad was, was not good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I later got to uh, connect with him. But I think just trying and – I, and I experienced certain, you know, childhood traumas and things that – kind of, you know, stifled my potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I fought through those things, uh, did my work. 
uh, and, and learn to share my story mm-hmm. uh, at the appropriate venues. And, and through that, I think I've grown because, you know, they have the, in the Bible, they talk about the parable of the silversmith. Mm-hmm. You know, when you put the metal through the fire to burn out the impurities. So I feel like the challenges I've been through, if we've all been through, help burn out the impurities. Mm-hmm. So you can either let the mess define you mm-hmm. or refine you. Right, uh, you right. know, I tell people the struggle made me, but it doesn't define me. But mm-hmm. through my struggles, I become stronger uh, and, and, and really can have greater compassion and empathy. Uh, for other people, but I started off in a banking world. I was a banker for oh, many okay. years in the corporate world. I so. think you told, you told yeah, me that I was a we, banker. We, we, yeah, yeah, I work yeah, at yeah, PNC, yeah. mailing all those places. So I have a pretty decent business knowledge. Um, but I always knew that I wanted something greater. I did like finance. I, I, my my degree, well, a couple, I went to community college, uh, general studies, and um, I got a, a bachelor's in business from Pitt and a master's in business from. Uh, Robert Morris. But, you know, I don't really focus on degrees because I mm-hmm. feel like my greatest education has been in life right. and through working. And so I feel like, you know, some people have PhDs and that and all that. I don't disrespect degrees. Obviously, I value education right, because right, I'm the leader of the Homeless Children right. Education right, Fund right, right, right. and I have an education, but I, I feel like everybody has a way of being educated, right? Mm-hmm. There's a traditional uh, system, but like what lessons do you learn? What can you apply, right? Like, say, I think knowledge is power, but the application of knowledge mm-hmm. is even more powerful. Mm-hmm. You can actually apply the things that mm-hmm. you learn to life. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I look at a lot of people that people wouldn't traditionally see as educated as educated. And so through my uh, work in the banking world, is very lucrative, but I felt like I wanted more. And I felt like, especially for me as a black man, uh, you know, I would usually be the only one at bank meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of things that go with that. But I thank God for the strength mm-hmm. to navigate that. And I think understanding that world has prepared me even to work in a nonprofit sphere mm-hmm. or any sphere. But I think at the end of the day, I major in people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so no okay. matter who you are, what you look like, what your background is, I major in people. I care mm-hmm. about people. Um, and, and I feel like I've always kind of had a ministry of black men specifically. You know, I feel like uh, with all you know, I, people around the world, especially on LinkedIn, follow me, mm-hmm. and which blows my mind. Um, and actually, I spoke in Australia like a month ago. I was oh, crazy. Wow. Someone in Australia asked me to do an interview. They liked what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, young man, if he's on here, uh, shout out to him. But he asked me to talk to uh, talk about how young people in Australia can discover their greatness. Mm. And so I was up 3 o'clock in the morning uh, because he said, well, what time do you do it? I said, well, what time are young people up in Australia? I said, it's not about me. It's about them. Right. So I got up 3 o'clock in the morning, and I was pumped. Right. Now, had I not known ahead of time, but I was like the Energizer Bunny at that moment. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it was the same day that Chadwick Boseman died because I remember looking and seeing his face, and I was like, oh, this isn't good before mm-hmm. I actually uh, signed him. But so through the banking, you know, I had ups and downs in there. But as I transitioned out there, as I said, I always hunger for something greater. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was doing consulting at Holy Family Institute. I helped start a school there, and I was on a board for 12 years. But through that, I think they saw something uh, in me. I know you mentioned Q. I see you got to work yeah. with Q. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Cassandra Brentley, who okay. works there, I work closely with her. And mm-hmm. so she would always say, Carlos, where do you get these phrases from? I would speak. Mm-hmm. I said, from me. People didn't know where I was getting close from. I said, from me. Right. This is from yeah. Heart, right. And the reason why I quote myself a lot of times is not to be arrogant, right? It's because I say, Carlos, what do you have to say? What's your mm. voice? We all have quotes. Mm-hmm. The people that we quote are people just like us. Right. And so what do you have to say? Right. So I use other people's quotes as well. I use a lot of Nelson Mandela, mm-hmm. Ali, a lot of different people. Um, but so she always encouraged me. People always encouraged me. And people always told me, you should be a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I always knew what that was, but I think people saw my need and gift to encourage mm-hmm. uh people and I used to write poetry actually mm-hmm. back in the day I didn't write it for like 20 years but I used to do I just started writing poetry as expressing myself and mm-hmm. I think it was part of my healing mm-hmm. um, but I think you know again my journey has been vast and you know and I was a young father in college I said mm-hmm. I did too much studying because uh, so, <laughs> I have three sons and uh, you know I tried to close that book I had to keep, <laughs> kept closing that book that was great. <laughs> but uh, so yeah so that's a big question but I think all these things ha- has prepared me and I think especially a pivotal moment when I had a, a job loss five years ago where mm-hmm. I became very depressed Mm. Um, and so people were used to beat me being so strong, being, you know, so motivated. But at that time, I was very vulnerable. Mm. Uh, and so through that, I think it was really my transformation. Mm. I went into a cocoon and mm-hmm. I came out a bla- black butter fly, <laughs> set the skies on fire. Oh, my God. There he <laughs> so, so, you know, he got the voice. You heard right. the voice. <laughs> but so I feel like I kind of went into that cocoon and emerged mm-hmm. as a as a butterfly, Mm -hmm. Um, but it was through that that I became fearless, right? Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite quotes, uh, I don't know who it's by, says that, you know, when you know who you are, you become empowered, Mm -hmm. but when you accept who you are, you become invincible. Mm -hmm. And so my message is of acceptance, and even this week I'll be talking to college students around the country about, I can't develop a class called Leading with Confidence, so Mm -hmm. how to be better leaders Mm -hmm. and more confident. But I think the biggest challenge for all of us is to Mm -hmm. really 
uh, understand who we are and accept who we are, not based on our income, not mm-hmm. based on what we look like, but realizing that God created you for a purpose, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that there are no accidents. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I like, uh, I think it's Walt Waddle Walt, um, Emerson, I think his poet says that a weed is a plant whose virtue has yet to be discovered. Mm-hmm. So many of our communities, many of our people are, are designated as weeds, but guess mm-hmm. what? That weed has medicinal power. There's a right. purpose for that. Right. You just have to tap into that, right. you know, and so, yeah, that's, that's what I believe. Man. I'm going to go ahead and give you a couple snaps, you know. Anytime you say some good stuff, I'm going to snap it up. <laughs> I, I, I especially like the, the story about uh, you, you said the job loss, and that just really resonated with me just because um, 2019 was a really rough year for me. Yes. Uh, I experienced a job loss uh, at a job that I was, like, super excited about, loved, but, you know, I made a mistake that, you know, you don't make in the professional world. Right. Um, and I got let go. Right. Um, and that same thing happened to me, man. I got super depressed. You know, my wife and I weren't seeing eye to eye. You know, the bills weren't getting paid on time. The landlord was like, oh, we might have to kick you out. All these things were happening. But, you know, I, I still was doing this. You know, I still had to come here. I still had to figure out a way to provide for my family. And, like, I took that and, and you know, I said, you know what? I'm going to – that's when I met you. That's crazy. Because I, I, you know, took that experience and was like, you know what, what, what am I good at? What is, what is the thing that I do well? And I know that that's working with young people through creative arts, through movement, right. you know. And so I, I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it seriously. I'm going to reach out to as many people as I can. And I'm going to try to put a program together where I can, you know, hopefully make some income and, and really, you know, take what we do here at Level Up to the next level. And so I use that entire year to kind of uh, mold this 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 thing this idea um and and it made me a better person you know i, right. I n- never thought i'd be working at pit right now um because that opportunity came out of nowhere but i, I was doing so much work over that summer you know that it it kind of put me in the position uh to be ready for that opportunity and so when you said that man it just really hit home for me because i'm like you know i could have i could have just you know curled up in a ball and gave up, but I, I was like, I'm not giving up. I know that you know I can I can do this. I can get through this, and that something better is out there for me. And the job at Pitt is way better. You know, if it fits into what we're doing here, our missions align. Um, and so, like, I'm 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 super humbled by that. But um, you know, I'm just like I that just hit home for me. So thank you. Uh, no, for a lot of people, especially yeah, with COVID. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like for me, too, like the situation I was in wasn't I was out of my purpose. And, you mm-hmm. know, and I like I just read The Alchemist recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I like what they say that, you know, when you um, kind of pursue your personal legend or your passion, your, your purpose, what you created to do, that the universe will be aligned to support you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when you get closest to that thing you're trying to do, there's going to be obstacles. Mm-hmm. But that's when you can't give up. Right? right. Because that's when your breakthrough is about to come. But I think it's about being as I talk, on, you know, I do my spontaneous videos. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was singing John Legend mm-hmm. yesterday. I was just spontaneous. Mm-hmm. I said, let's go. But like a few Sundays ago, I did um, a quote by Whitney M. Young. I think he was a president either of the uh, Urban League, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said, it's better to have an opportunity and excuse me, to, better to be to prepared and not have an opportunity than to have an opportunity and not be prepared. And so mm-hmm. I feel like we have to be prepared for our opportunities when they come. And I think mm-hmm. of all the things that are coming at me. Uh, which is blowing my mind. Like I said, I had two commercials. I did a Troy Book mm-hmm. commercial mm-hmm. uh, earlier this month. I have another commercial. But for nine years, I had been doing things like that. Mm-hmm. People didn't know. It's like smiling or whatever. I don't know what to call me. Right. Uh, I have to use what my mama gave right. me, right? Uh, <laughs> but like before, it was pretty dry. And mm-hmm. so I played, a, I think, a fireman uh, early this month. And so people look at, I want to do a video on this. People, you know, you see the, uh, the diagram of the iceberg, right? Mm-hmm. People look at success and mm-hmm. envy people. We just see what's sticking out of the water. Right, right. But are you willing to have the courage to go under the right. water see and see what that took. person has been through that has you know shown what's on top Mm -hmm. so we need to go down below and are you willing to do any work you know and a lot of times we're not willing and and so uh, Moria I commend you for uh, you know, fighting back because a lot of us have things that happen that take us down, but we have to realize that the tables do always turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, my faith and having friends and even my barber, I had a conversation with my barber, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, and he knew I was in a good place. He said, what are you going to do? You know, mm-hmm. so he was encouraging me to like to level up, right, right. you know, and yeah, so we no need we need to, 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 to hold each other accountable and have mm-hmm. that support. And, and as black men and, and all men, not being afraid to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. 
um, and, and we're like, I need help, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so I even like how even before you were like, oh, I'm a little nervous around some things. I think being the articulated, that doesn't make you less of a man. Right. That makes you more human because mm-hmm. actually being so strong and, and hyper-masculinity is actually a weakness. Right, when right. you can say that, and the Bible says, when I am weak, then I am unstrong, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I realize that I'm weak, I know that I can trust God to lift me mm-hmm. and others around me to help lift me mm-hmm. and boost me up. And so it's okay not to, ha- to be perfect because I used to put so much pressure on myself, whether I was singing, mm-hmm. whether I was speaking, I felt like I have to be perfect. And, and some of that has to do with things you experienced growing up. But mm-hmm. no, I don't have to be perfect. And sometimes I just still struggle with perfectionism. I don't call it that, but I do like things just right. Mm-hmm. But I realize it's okay. Everything doesn't have to be perfect. You right. know, I give my best foot forward. Right. Uh, do the best what you can where you are with what you have, right. FDR says. And I like that kind now, of stuff. you talked about, well, you both talked about how you guys were both in a vulnerable place. What would you tell the people who suffering through mental health health that um, are going through the same type of things you guys were going through and ha- want to have potential to be a leader, but, you know, they have uh, mental problems that they face uh, constantly and they're always in their head. What would you tell them? Well, because our thoughts, you know, uh, one of my favorite quotes is the thoughts that you let loop in your mind determines the direction of your life. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times when you're when you're in these place, you're in a triggered state when you like I, I'm not a, a, a neuroscientist, mm-hmm. but basically, you know, when the mind is in this fight or flight state. So I believe that um, if they call it it's getting hijacked. Mm-hmm. So instead of the stimuli going through, uh, I think, the neocortex, it goes to the thalamus and straight to the amygdala, mm-hmm. which is fight or flight. And so your ability to reason is is limited. Right. And so when I was in that state, I thought I'm usually the most positive person. I thought everything was going wrong. I mean, I was just a hot mess, as right. they would say. Um, but I went and got help. You know, my friend encouraged mm-hmm. me uh, to talk to somebody and they asked me to write down all my fears and none of them came true. So the th- thing is getting treatment. And even at mm-hmm. the Homeless Children's Education Fund, we have a DBT program uh, where we're helping uh, teens to, and not d- dialectal behavior treatment, but taking a skill set to help teens self-regulate mm-hmm. um, to, to deal with different moods, relationships, and all mm-hmm. that. So I say to get help, because I actually was in an article, and I, Wiz Khalifa's mom was in there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like 14 people give, uh, uh, Julius Boatwright, you know him, mm-hmm. he got me connected yeah, yeah, to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was in, uh, I can't remember what the magazine is, but I kind of talked about that. So I mm-hmm. think it's important to get help and realize that we need help, right? I think how right. the one lady says it's okay not to be okay. Right. But to get help, it's okay. In our community specifically, you have a people who, you know, many have been marginalized and oppressed, but yet sometimes we don't have health care. Mm-hmm. We deal with stigma. Mm-hmm. You know, that's BS about not getting help. Get yourself some help, right. you know. Right. I, you know, and it's important. It makes a difference right. having a support network. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say. Mm-hmm. And I would ask people around them to be supportive, don't right. make excuse me, fun of people, but encourage them mm-hmm. and, and support them. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I did. Right. And it, it really helped me. Because uh, these things not only affect us, they, they impact our communities. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, Murray, your wife, you know, it was stressful on my wife. Mm-hmm. We went mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. you know, and people say, oh, Carlos, you're so open. And I wouldn't say I was necessarily, ra- I was raised to speak my mind about general things, right. but I wouldn't say I was raised to deal with like, you know, personal issues. issues. Yeah. And sometimes when you have families, like my family had a lot of dysfunction, you know, good family, but there's been a lot of dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so sometimes you learn not to deal with things, but I've learned to have the courage to share things. I remember mm-hmm. I, I told some very personal things to 450 people mm-hmm. at Woodland Hills. I, I was a keynote speaker uh, to 450 teachers and I did how my teacher changed my life. Mm-hmm. And basically the goal was reminding them not what you do, but why you do it mm-hmm. is after, um, you know, Antoine Rose and other things. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and they told me it's a tough crowd, but they were moved to tears because I told them I guarantee I could touch their hearts. I mm-hmm. use my ability to sing because right. I said, whatever I do, I want to have the courage to bring all of who I am to mm-hmm. all that I do. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'll sing, I'll laugh, I'll do whatever because mm-hmm. that's who I am. Right. And learning to do that, that's freeing. Right. You know, and it's Absolutely. okay if I look silly or whatever. Right. Like my wife told you, I'll dance anywhere. I like to dance too. <laughs> right. So that, that's just yeah, who yeah, I am. Yeah, 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 and right. so it's okay. Right. If right. people don't like the Kool-Aid, hey, drink water. Right. <laughs> you know, get Gatorade, 7-Up, hey, yeah. you know, Haterade, whatever. <laughs> you know, you don't have to drink Kool-Aid and that's okay. Right. Everybody's not going to, I'm not right. for everybody. Absolutely. And that's okay. Absolutely. Now, <laughs> I, I, real quick, but I, I do, I agree. You know, definitely get help. I, I know, you know, sometimes that can be scary. Yes. You know, but it's like, you know, taking that first step, you know, um, and getting help. There's a lot of different organizations that do support. You did uh, mention Still, uh, Smiling. Still Smiling and everything They have like a that. fun, actually. Yeah, so they, they you know, th- th- those are support networks that are out there. Um, but I would say if, if, if you can't do that step, at least for me personally speaking, it was more so having, you know, really solid people in my corner. Like I have a really, I have a group on Facebook, we call it the Brotherhood. Okay. Um, and it's just all, it's all brothers. And, you know, we, we hang out together. We, 
watch football, we watch UFC together, we, you know, we party, we, we go out, you know, do things together, um, and we all have businesses and ideas that we're trying to nurture and stuff like that, and so through that tough time, you know, I, I could just remember uh, my boy uh, Marcus, uh, who's uh, uh, has an organization called Demonstration. Mm -hmm. uh, they do uh, they, they're selling egg rolls, so they can start um, selling egg rolls and other food and T-shirts and things like that um, to uh, build a community center, um, hopefully in the Homewood area. Nice. And um, you know, I, I the day I got fired, he, I saw him on the way to work. I was like, man, I got a bad feeling. As I left, I'm in tears. And he comes walking up, and he's he's like, bro, you got it. He was like, you got it, bro. And I'm bawling my eyes out because all I can think about is my wife and my kids, you know? Right. Um, I can relate so, to that. Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm bawling my eyes out. And he was like, bro, you got it, bro. Just keep doing what you're doing. You know what to do. You know your purpose. Boom, boom, boom. And so having those those type of people in your circle um, is, is really good. So it's like, and two, you have to know who those people are. If, if you are around these people and they make you feel worse, those are probably not the right people. Yeah. You want people that make you feel like you can do things, make you feel more uplifted and stuff like that, that you know you can can trust to to have your back in that situation. But right. I just I just wanted to add that piece, too, because uh, it's like having a good support network, you know, that's not maybe a, a medical support network. You know, it's like, you know, friends, family. Family isn't always great, but some can be, you know. Um, but I, I say my, my homies helped me through that time. You, know, you gotta sure. know who your real friends yeah, are, though, because yeah. sometimes there's snakes in the grass. And true, true. You meet a lot of different people who can change your character, mm. and you know it could be bad for you. And uh, going on to the next question, you said um, going back to community. Um, what advice would you give the black community who's going through this change of social injustice right now? Who keep fighting, but um, just obviously a lot of obstacles uh, uh, that they face time and time again. And even though we're protesting, we're in the streets, we're doing that, it seems like some is changing, but we're not really getting to where we want to be. Right. So what advice would you give the black community to stay positive and, you know, stay stay in the, in the right path? Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess I'm part of a black community. <laughs> According to Ancestry, I am the black community. I'm ninety-eight percent black, one percent Irish, one percent something else British, I think. Um, so again, I don't, I can't necessarily speak for the community because our community is not a monolith. Right. We're all different. But from my perspective, right? And so I wrote an article um, for uh, I can't remember what it was called for, but it's called "I Want My Three Sons to Live," mm -hmm. and I kind of talked about my response uh, to the the um, the Floyd uh, God, what's the alert. George Floyd. George Floyd thing, yeah. And I didn't even watch it until they asked me to write the article, mm -hmm. and it moved me to tears. Mm -hmm. So I wrote the article easily in an hour. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a powerful piece. They published it. Um, but for me, like, I feel like I can't always be on that all the time because mm -hmm. I feel like when you're constantly in that mood of fighting, mm -hmm. it's draining. Right. Um, and so for me, that's not good for my mental health. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I try to find ways, first of all, to vote mm -hmm. and Absolutely. make sure mm -hmm. encouraging other people to vote. Um, and, and, and be honest, and some people, this may seem controversial, but I want black lives to matter to us. Right. Um, and so I don't like what goes on with the police a lot of times. And, and in my job, I've worked with the police. Mm -hmm. I've met with work with uh, was a Stephen Bonansky at the mm -hmm. Zone Five. Mm -hmm. Great guy. I've worked with um, Commander Kudroff because uh, our organization created Big Berg, which mm -hmm. is a mobile optimized website that connects people to resources. So if you need food, clothing, housing, go to BigBerg.com. Oh, but it was a tool we developed to connect with the police. So I'm not anti-police, but when you look at the numbers of blacks killing each other, mm -hmm. that disturbs me even to a greater extent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but I do know it, it's a lot of things going around that. So when you think there's inequities, create that. When you create communities where people don't have jobs, right, uh, right. people turn to exactly. drugs and things like right, that, and, right. it, and it, feel, it creates crime and exactly. it creates, uh, you know, most people do kill their own race, mm -hmm. but that mm -hmm. disturbs me. I really mm -hmm. want to know what can we do? What power can we take? And even mm -hmm. like, I don't feel like I'm marginalized, but I know that there are people who are oppressed. Like mm -hmm. I watched that movie about the the uh, the young men in Central in uh, Central Park. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I couldn't get through that. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't I, do I that. Didn't even see it. Yeah, that was oppression. That was, a yeah, that was yeah, yeah. I had to turn it off. Especially the jail scene. Mm. I, I didn't get to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. You don't, you don't I, want to I, get to I, that. I haven't even watched it, but I, I you know. Physically, I, I could yeah. not take yeah. it. And I hate to see anybody oppressed, and especially mm -hmm. my people. But I, I would say that we have to keep fighting in constructive ways, mm -hmm. but continue to find ways to build up our community. You know, how can we 
even protests in our own communities mm -hmm. about things that are going there. So, but but you know, looking at a, an asset-based perspective mm -hmm. or a strength-based, we have a great people in our community. Right. You know, people mm -hmm. stereotype Homewood. I remember when I was running uh, in, a, in a marathon, I did the six miles of it. People in Homewood was the best. You know, I, they had me dance. I was dancing, mm -hmm. kissing the ladies on the cheek, but mm -hmm. I was running out of steam for running after that. Right. But just the love <laughs> and support. And so there is love in our communities, Ooh. right? People just focus on the violence, right. or if they talk about right. you know marginalized communities. These are people. Right. They're people with hopes and right. dreams, just like everyone right. else. I live in Homewood, so I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. And so, so yeah, so, yeah. you know, we, we put labels on people, mm -hmm. and we put labels on our others, right? We, we struggle with internalized racism. Right. I wrote an article, I write for the Soul Pit, too, I forget. Oh, wow. Called what Black, don't you do? Called, <laughs> called, called, called Black Love. They right. put it on the front cover. I wrote it maybe, like, six months ago. And I talked about, like, what love looks like in a black community. Mm -hmm. Not just relations, but what it looks like. Right. And, and I feel like we have to unlearn the lies that we're not good enough. And I do realize that, that there are issues, because they, some people say that they rather hire, uh, I think years ago uh, on Black in America on CNN, people said they rather hire a, a white man with a criminal record than a black man with a degree. Mm. They actually said that on camera. So people who don't think these things exist, they're in denial. I wow. wish they didn't. Um, but I feel like we have to leverage our assets. Right. We have to rally together, uh, you know, as far as capital. But I know mm -hmm. access to capital is a challenge in communities. Right. But how can we pull capital together? How can we unite to just to change things? But I think just fighting, fighting, fighting constantly mm -hmm. is exhausting. So for me, mm -hmm. I have to turn it down. Like, I know Black Lives Matter. I may right. not use a hashtag, but I try to treat my family right. like Black Lives Matter. Right. I, I try to right. love my wife. Right. Right. I try to love my children. Right. Like someone, you know, talked about me wearing a, a, a dope black uh, dad t-shirt you know I could buy it but I don't need that let right. me be it right. right and so when I posted a picture of my wife this week and I put what my queen some people say black queen no she's just a queen right. I don't have to be black. black you can right. see that she's right. black right. 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 so right. let's be about it like mm -hmm. what Miss, Missy Elliott said don't talk about it be about it so let's be about it and that. let's hold these other people accountable too who have systems and power mm -hmm. to be about it I to not it, diversity needs to have benchmarks against mm -hmm. it right mm -hmm. and so you know I'm the leader of my organization. And when we have some dysfunctional things in our organization, I should shame on me as a leader mm -hmm. if this happens under me. Right. And so some things had to get rolling. Right. And they say, now we are the best team ever. I told them it's not an accident. Right. It's not being cocky. Right. But I take leadership you very have, essentially. You, you take a comment. I, bro, I do that every time something goes well, wrong Well, I noticed here, you do that here. I didn't like, notice I'm that. I'm like, it's my fault. I automatically, I'm like, it's my fault because <laughs> I didn't do the right thing in order to make sure these things didn't happen. That's Right. Leader, leaders are, 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 are quick to take... Uh, the blame and slow to take credit. Now, unfortunately, in our country, sometimes you see the opposite, mm -hmm. but that we don't always see the best indications of leadership. And I can care less about Republican or Democrat. Mm -hmm. What the heck do you stand for? Right, right, what yeah. do you believe? Right. Do you care about people? Mm -hmm. You know, you know, how are you making a change? What example? You know, the key principles of leadership that I live by is modeling the way. Leaders have to set the example. Mm -hmm. uh, leaders have to create a shared vision, mm -hmm. create a picture picture that people want to follow. Mm -hmm. Leaders have to encourage the heart. You have to motivate people. Leaders have to challenge the process to mm -hmm. push for change. Um, and the final thing, uh, these principles are from the leadership challenge. Uh, but those are some of the key things that, 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 that leaders uh, do, enable others to act, to share power. And so mm -hmm. those are a lot of principles that I use around leadership. Mm -hmm. But I have to talk about it. I think I wrote an article today I forgot called Help one that leaders need it. Mm. We need leaders now more than ever mm. in a black community, every community in the world. People who can give people a sense of hope, people right. can deliver, people can be honest. Right. Nobody's perfect, right? We all make mistakes, mm. but it's about modeling the way. Right. You know, you got to be about it. And so in a black community, we got to be about it. As mm. fathers, as mothers, as mm. children, we got to be about it. Right. We got to be the change. Right. We got to live and embody the Black Lives right. Matter. I don't right. want a t-shirt black. I want right. to show. So I want to treat you as my brother. Right. When you're down, I want to help you and support you. Right. That's showing that Black Lives Matter. Right. Not a sign. I'm saying I'm not against the movement, right, make right, the movement, right. but the That's movement I want oh, yeah. is a movement of living and <laughs> loving each other. If I'm gunning my brother down the street, I'm saying black lives mean nothing. Right. And, right, you know, absolutely. and black people I do mean, matter. And, and you know that, like, you know, people who think all lives matter, not that all lives don't matter, but people who say that in that way. That's the first thing that they look at. They're like, well, you, you guys kill yourselves, da, 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 da. You know what I mean? But like, I like how you frame that where you're like, I, no, I treat my wife and my kids like black lives matter and I, I mean yeah. i love that it's not like oh no we're you just kill it no it's like how how are you as a husband how are you as a father how are you as a friend to your your fellow black neighbors so i i, I commend you bro and that's, not being afraid dope. of kids in the community like yeah. i've gone to kids in my community i see them acting a certain way i don't talk down to them right, i speak right. up to them right you know i, I let them see what they are mm -hmm. you know if i see a young lady not every person but most of the young people if you approach them respectively they're exceptions 
speaking up to them mm-hmm. and speaking to their value, their assets, right, right. you know, kings, queens, you know, speaking mm-hmm. to who they are. Because a lot of times we don't know who we are, but there mm-hmm. are black people doing amazing things. You know, we're not all like this and that. You know, mm-hmm. we're amazing people. Right. I mean, all people are amazing, but black people do matter. And people do have to say black lives matter, right? Because people have treated us as such we don't. Right. And then when people right. say uh, that, um, oh, color doesn't matter, Oh, I don't see color. I said, that's a lie. How do you get dressed in the morning? (laughs) If you're coordinated, you see color, right? Right, right, And so many of us, we don't have the privilege of saying, um, like, race doesn't matter. Because we know when you're the only one, you're treated differently, you Mm -hmm. know. So Mm -hmm. I I do get that. Mm -hmm. And, 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 yeah, I do do get that. And it does bother me. You know, some black people who have been successful sometimes, if they don't, you know, necessarily try to help their people, how Mm -hmm. can you not? Like I said, I'm for helping all people. But I do feel a burden t- to work with with my people uh, as well. But you know we're strong, we're powerful, mm-hmm. we're smart. Like I tell people, not only are, not only are we athletic freaks of nature, mm-hmm. we are intellectual freaks of nature. So we Your can statement. do anything. You sure. know, there's so much history of things we've done, even present, mm-hmm. that people have have, have hidden. Even if you look at like the Moors in Europe, right, the amazing right. things. I had never heard of that. Right. And so a lot of times, establishment has suppressed a lot mm-hmm. of the, t- the the you know achievements of Black people. Mm-hmm. But I think not understanding our history and where mm-hmm. we come from. And not we just can't be stuck in the past, but we're not just but that plays enslaved big, that people. Play, that oh plays my God! Yes, it's like if you, yes. if you think that oh my only history is slavery, civil rights movement, and that's it. You know what I mean? It's right. Like what 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 you have nothing to place value on, right. in, to, in order to place that value on yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel that. I feel right, that. but but we're amazing people. Absolutely. So. We, we we look people follow our culture mm. in different ways so there's something about us right they say, and so, they say american culture is black culture <laughs> it in is in a lot of ways in a lot it of is, ways they, so. they, they love the music you know the way we dress all that so um but i, I love being black yeah. i love being american but I, i'm not ashamed of who I, and just being dark like growing up you know especially growing up in the 80s mm. 70 80s 70s 80s like it wasn't as popular to be dark skin people mm. would say oh your mom's pretty to be dark skin or that right, or right. and i said thank god for michael jordan because my big lips and all that became an right. asset they were a liability <laughs> before but when jordan came out it became right. an asset cool. right and, and then meeting my wife too you know my girlfriend then that gave me greater confidence mm. but now it's like you know people are trying to cast me and stuff mm. but you know, I, I like that people are, are realizing that our black is beautiful, but mm-hmm. you know what? We need to know that our black is beautiful. Absolutely. And that's not limited. We're not just athletes. I, my sons are athletes, that's great, or entertainers. We're anything, just right, like everybody right. else. We're not a chip off the block. So I, I like people to get to know us and get to know each other because, mm-hmm. we, again, we struggle with internalized racism where mm-hmm. we believe the lies that we've been told. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and uh, I believe we're more than that. And so I'm proud to be an American and I'm proud to be black. I love it. I'm I, not ashamed to be I, who I am. Absolutely love it. Very well said, man. Very oh, well yeah. said. I, I wanted to, um, for time, yeah, for time, uh, you know, getting to, you know, you do a lot of things. You're a jack of all trades. Uh, you know, you write, you know, you sing, you're in commercials, you know, you motivational speaker, you have leadership roles in the nonprofit sector. <laughs> Talk a little bit about, so I see you wearing a greatness. Oh, uh, yeah. Awaits you. I saw that you dropped some gear. And, all and I have one stuff. for you, too. Oh, it's, it's, that's I, right. it is a V-neck. I love V-necks. Yeah, it, there you go. Well, um, I looked on your website to see what you wear. Oh, yeah. And I thought that this was uh, more fitting. appropriate for you. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, nah, I can put that up. Uh, it's a medium, too. Top. I, oh, yeah, I felt yeah. like you could be a medium. Yeah, yeah, I look yeah. at you. I've been yeah. working out So let me give it to you now before I forget. There you go. That's what I wear a medium, actually. Look at this, y'all. I'm show the people. Check it out. You know and what that means, I believe, when I came yeah. up with that, I believe that when people, again, are authentic, you live their passion and purpose, you're mm. going to be great, right? right? I mean, passions change, but your purpose, what you're created to do, you're going to be amazing because there's mm. only one of you. We're right. design originals, and I feel like I came up with a quote that said, you know, I'd rather be my authentic self mm. and make mistakes than conform to what others want me to be mm. and, 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 you know, and be accept- and be successful. Right, right, right. Because um, that doesn't last forever either. It doesn't. It's like not being – like, dude, I – and because I can only speak for myself, but like I literally put myself in situations where I'm like trying to be something that I know I'm not. Right. And it's like it, it comes back to bite me in the ass at the end of the right. day. And then as soon as I'm like, you know, what, I don't care. I'm Mario. I talk like this. I say, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> I say talking about that's what I that's how I talk. That's how I'm going to be cool. Like and, and once I've ex- accepted that, like life was easier. Things were right. easier. People were like, you know. Like being yourself is it's, it being authentic is so important. Right. Um, so I appreciate you for saying that. But I did want to get into this question because it's Uh-oh, very, very, very important. To okay. Me. So you gave me the shirt. Yes. Um, you have. I'm gonna call it an organization because I, you know, I, I want to hear a little bit more about okay. 
seeds to fruit motivation. I know a lot of your speaking engagements is involved with that. that, Yes. Can you talk a little bit more about what it is um, and and maybe how people can get involved or, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that? Well, basically, um, well, I've recently, after Charlotte, since you started the clothing line, I started Seeds to Fruit Swag. Oh, yeah. And and Seeds to Fruit Swag, I have one shirt that has a swag label Mm -hmm. on it. Seeds to Fruit Swag is that that you have the courage to be authentic. Mm -hmm. You know you're created for a purpose. Mm -hmm. um, And you're comfortable in your own skin or or working towards it, right? right? right, And so, um, but basically, I started Seeds to Fruit Motivation because I wanted to have a brand. You know, I like uh, uh, Les Brown Mm -hmm. and some Mm -hmm. others. He had Mm -hmm. a great message. And so, again, people kind of called this into me, Mm -hmm. um, but I did feel just a need heaven and love for the people because it's not about me right, 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 right. you know um, at the end of the day I said I want to people in places better than I found them but I wanted to have a brand that encompassed all of who I am so again the, the mission is to empower people to discover their value passion and purpose mm-hmm. and the greatness that, that's within to become better people and better leaders so I write about a lot of things but everything fits, fits in that and leadership is a constant thread but a lot of it too is loving yourself mm-hmm. loving humanity mm-hmm. and so that's why I told myself I didn't want to be pigeonholed as a black motivational speaker and so mm-hmm. I went viral and twice in a month I think over 200 people I wrote will the real leader stand up on LinkedIn we need mm-hmm. more uh, leaders and fewer bullies and I gave 10 keys to stand up leadership people mm-hmm. all over the world went crazy oh, over wow. it it blew me my mind then I wrote get out no job is worth your standing so you're using you're using LinkedIn right now yeah LinkedIn that, is my biggest profile okay, people cool, like me cool, on LinkedIn cool, yeah cool. not saying I like my other platforms right, right, but right. that's my biggest one but I have people from all over the world follow mm-hmm. me from, from that but my messages of, of that I mentioned seems to pack all people. And mm-hmm. so it's been great. So I, I've had it but once. So you go to www.seedsfruitmotivation.com. Mm-hmm. If you Google Carlos D. Carter or that, it'll come up. Mm-hmm. And so on, I have the Seeds to Fruit swag. I have hoodies. I have masks. I think I have one. I should have it on, I guess, but he's six feet yeah, away. Nah, we six, push we, and believe. So we measured, guys. We yeah. measured. <laughs> and push and believe, actually, one day I was I was running up a hill and a message came to me that said, your hopes and dreams may seem far away, but you can't achieve them if you work hard. Push and believe. Mm-hmm. Believe in God and believe in yourself. So mm-hmm. when I say push Amen. and believe, I mean something. Right. So I'm running right. up the hill because I literally run hills. And you right. ask, I can't, uh, Tavon, who's, uh, I think he's a trainer around here. He's mm-hmm. my neighbor now. Okay. He's seen me run up hills. So I'm literally pushing and believing. And mm-hmm. so I feel like, and now with COVID, we got to push and right. believe. Right. We think of the struggles our people and all people have, we've had to push and believe. Mm-hmm. And so you got to see what isn't even there yet. Mm-hmm. And so you got to, and it's hard to find that energy to get there, but we got to push and believe now uh, more than ever. So again, it's just my brand of empowering people to discover their greatness. Mm-hmm. So the speaking, uh, some of the writing is on there. So I have a blog, I have Monday Motivation, which are shorter things under okay. inspiration. Then I have the blog. And so everything that I put on LinkedIn, I put on there too as well. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I put it its own article on LinkedIn because it's promoted more mm-hmm. and then on youtube i have um some videos but that's it it's just kind of my brand and, and mm-hmm. part of who i am and then nonprofit, profit i lead it separate but that's a big part of me you know right. we uh you know advocate and support uh the education of young people experience homelessness and i know you've done mm-hmm. uh some support around that as well and we thank you but you know i want to see kids win right. i want to see people win and so they feed off of one another at the end mm-hmm. of the day i want people to discover their value past and purpose to become better leaders and better people and i want people to love themselves for who they are and, and just be confident because I feel like you know when you think like in a world you were created for a purpose so mm-hmm. if you don't be who you are the world is missing something right, right? Right, right I don't believe God made any junk you know so if you're at a junkyard and you see some metal that could be a hammer that could right. build something that's, that's somebody's treasure right exactly there. <laughs> right. so everything could be something and I think we can be something but I think a lot of times people society things beat us down and we feel like we're nothing mm-hmm. and that's a lie mm-hmm. you know don't believe that hype and mm-hmm. so we have to think positive thoughts and, right. and transform our mind mm-hmm. um, you know because the average person I uh, think 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts uh, a day, oh, wow. uh, 80% are negative and 95% are neg. excuse me, 80% are, are, um, are reoccurring and 95% of those, no, 80% are negative and 95% are reoccurring. Mm. And so there's a lot going on in our minds. So we have to be careful what we speak to ourselves. Right, right. And so even like learning to accept confidence, a lot of times people give me a compliment, I beat it down. No, I, I'm going to walk in that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to walk in that. And so right, we right. have to learn to, to do that. Mm. Yeah, so. So that's a lot. I don't have a lot to say about that, no, but I mean, check me out. Yeah. You got well, great responses, man. Great responses. Um, so I see that you've done a lot uh, <laughs> becoming a motivational speaker. Uh, I'm sure you helped a lot of people. Um, now, who now who helped you? Like, who influenced you uh, before you wanted to even do this? Like, who who put you on this path and say to make you say, I, I want to be a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. I want to do this. Who who helped you realize that? Well, I, some people I give credit to is 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 I always was doing it, like, like for years I've always been speaking, but to take it more seriously, mm-hmm. I would say would be Cassandra at Q, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Cassandra uh, Brantley, 
Um, and even uh, Dr. Lisa Abel Palmieri, she's with the Boy Scouts. So when okay. I was doing work at Holy Family, uh, not as a board member, but when I was with NAS Prep, like helping with that, that they really called that out me to a higher level. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, but I think me and my mother has had a big influence in my life as well. Um, you know, haven't believed in myself, but I feel like people all everybody has called it out of me. Mm-hmm. People always saw. I think people thought they always believe they see a light in me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and and I think people can see the love that's in my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I make mistakes. I'm human. I'm not perfect, mm-hmm. but I do love people. Right. No matter what color, what ethnic background, what gender, I love people. Uh, and so, and I like helping anybody. You know, um, and like I said, I have a special place in my heart for black people and black men because I see the struggle and so every morning I'm sending stuff to, to men just encouraging them and you know because people encourage me like even when I was in my place I can call out some names when I was in my dark place of people to call that really called me and, and kept me you know my friend Jason Washington uh, you know Clyde Pickett at Pitt mm-hmm. I remember him calling me mm-hmm. um, you know my brother Ronique uh, my, my, my good friend David so a lot of people and my mom you know have supported me along the way. So I wouldn't say it's one person, but I think it's a collective community right, right, right. Uh, and, and energy that has fed me. And even when I was at the, at the bank and you know there was craziness, and they always said, you're gonna do something special one day. Mm. You should be doing more. They would always tell me mm. that you're smart, you're bright. You should, and these were, weren't even the most positive people. Right, right, right. And they would always tell me, you're different from the other people here. They would always tell me that. Mm. People would tell me that. You care about people, they would say. Mm. You know, you should do something in the community anymore. You know, so so I think people saw it in me. So I thank God for those people who believed in me uh, and, and, and encouraged me to move forward. Because, you know, it's difficult when you're making all that money in corporate world sometimes to right. transition out. Right. But, like, you know, the money's coming, you know, slowly. But, like, you know, at the end of the day, if I were to lose my life today, I feel like I'm doing what I was created to do. Right. And, and I'm not among, there's millions of people that live that never know why they live. I know why I'm here. I'm here Absolutely. to motivate, inspire people to discover you have, their greatness. You have purpose. Yes, to value it. I feel yeah, yeah. like everybody have a purpose. Like, I, I feel like um, that this is this is our legacy to live. Right, you right. know, everybody lived to have a legacy. You're born to live a legacy. Exactly. And once it's all over, mm-hmm. you die to realize, you know, I lived my legacy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have that generation your generation family or children mm-hmm. to live that anyway so mm-hmm. even if you do die you know you have the next generation yeah, to live for you yeah, absolutely I agree. definitely I, agree. I think when your death is a, you're a seed right and yeah. the true measure of your legacy is is or your grandchildren right what mm-hmm. impact have you on your children's children right. everybody leaves a legacy mm-hmm. whether a good one or a bad one right, right. the way you live each day chooses that not what you put on a t-shirt mm-hmm. you know not even just the words that come in your mouth but how do you live? Right. What's the impact you make on people? And one of my favorite quotes is that, you know, by helping one person, you can't change the world, but you can change the world for one person. Mm. You know, and I like what Mother Teresa says. She says, don't focus on numbers. Help one person at a time mm. and start with those closest to you. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, but that's why with our family, our sons, our daughters, mm-hmm. our family, but it's important that we love a start in our homes, you right, know. Right. Um, but I'm be honest, like, for me, sometimes it has caused problems because I'm doing so much sometimes. And so sometimes your own family that you say you care about so much, sometimes they can feel a little slighted. Oh, and yeah. so oh, yeah. I, I know. Experienced that. Yeah, <laughs> I have as well. And so, um, you know, but I've, I've been married for 25 years. We've been together actually for 30 years for a long oh, wow. time. Um, but, you know, I'm glad that I have a beautiful wife who supports me and makes me better and, and tells me the truth even when I don't want to hear it. But right. I think we all need people who can tell us the truth. But do it in love, right? Because right, some right. people say keeping it real and it's nasty and it's rude. Right. But tell the truth in love. Let's be about building each other up, right. not tearing each other down, Absolutely. you know. That, that's what it's about at the end of the day. Absolutely. I'm only as strong as my brother who is part of the chain on the link or right. my sister. Mm. You got you got so many quotes and sayings. That just came out of nowhere. Right. They just come so to me, you know. But I mean, I mean I these it, things. Man. I mean I every bit of, of it. Right? Yeah. I'm a, yeah. That's why I write <laughs> them down now. I start writing them down. I'm gonna take a couple of those. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Um, so, Carlos, thank you so much. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna shift the conversation just a little bit because there's um, my famous question that I always ask Uh-oh. everybody uh, on the show, and I'm really excited for this one to see what you say. Oh. Um, and so, the question is. What is your number one no-no? And what I mean by that uh, is like just one thing. You're just like, nope, no matter what. Nothing, no force in the universe or on earth could make you want to be around this thing, do this thing, see this thing, whatever it may be. Now, it can be silly. For for me, mine is stepping on stuff that's ooky. Like I, <laughs> I, I had an experience as a child where I'm walking. I got on a pair of sandals. I'm having a good old time. And I just hear whoosh. And I paid no mind. I'm like, whatever. You know, a little bit got on my toe. I'm like, it's all right. I got on sandals, you know. And then I 
decided to turn around and saw that there was a dead bird, and ever since then, uh. I'm just like, ah, <laughs> I cannot. I, that's my number. I just I get grossed out by anything wet. Like I can't even uh, like step on wet leaves. It freaks me <laughs> out, bro. Like I, I just like, uh, no. You know what I'm saying? So. What's your number one no-no, brother? I hate cold water. Okay. That's one thing. That. When they had that, that. I, that challenge. Yeah, the ice bucket um, thingamajiggy. Yeah, and I, I gave into it. Boy, I screamed. I was like, ah! <laughs> You know, I was sound like Michael Jackson, you know. Um, That's funny. But uh, there's probably other things, but I do not like cold water. Right. Like, to take a cold shower or something uh, like that. I remember, like, worst. in high school doing that. It, I, that makes me cringe. Right. You know, I don't like a lot of bad smells either. And right, I'm not right. a big germ person either, but um, <laughs> but that cold water. Yeah, that's a thing. Bro, yeah, I, I, I do not like cold I water. Remember, our, heat, our heat got shut off temporarily. Okay, temporarily. I paid the bill. Um, and I had, I mean, I was just like. I, you were going to get to I it. You to, just didn't get to it yeah, yet. Yeah, I didn't get all. to it. I, I'm like, <laughs> I got to take a shower. So I'm sitting there playing double dutch with the shower. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, ah, <laughs> like it's you like bro, that oh, it's the worst. It's yeah, the worst, it's yeah, that, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Right, There's right. some other things, but I, I love hate cold water. I love it. I love cold it. water. I don't like it. I'm getting a pool. Oh, oh my that's god. The worst. Yes. You stick the toe in first. You're supposed to just jump in, man. <laughs> Put my go, feet in for a little bit. Have somebody pushing me in. Right, right. <laughs> that's hilarious. So we ain't gonna keep you. We, we are running down on time. Uh, that was hilarious. I love I love the cold water thing because I definitely hate cold water. Mm-hmm. I hate being cold in general. Really. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I, I'm right a tropical here. brother. I likes to be warm. <laughs> um, you know, uh, but I, before I ask my final questions, we wanted to see if my lovely co-host here, Marique, okay. Reezy Reek, had any <laughs> other questions for you before I um, ask my final question, which is kind of summing up, you know, what we do here and why we do this mm-hmm. podcast. So. Did you have anything, brother? He said, uh, Well, what productive things uh, should we as a community do during this pandemic? I know it's um, kind of boring, I would say, right. to be mm-hmm. in the house and you can't really go out as much and it's everybody's limited and there's all these restrictions. So what things would you uh, prefer to keep people productive uh, during this pandemic? Well, one key thing I think is important because we are relational beings. Mm -hmm. And so this goes against our nature and and how we're fueled. So I would encourage people to reach out to people. And especially with the weather being one of those ways to still connect with people, be around people. Because I'm trust I was like very paranoid at first. And actually more about like me, like my grandmother and other people, like I didn't want to infect them. My grandmother's 87. My grandmother said, you come see me. Right. (laughs) And I I went because my grandmother has never said that to me like that. And so I I strapped up. That's what I call when I put my mask strapping up. Um, I strapped up and went to see grandma, you know, because grandma was like, no, you come see me. And so I think it's important that we do look after people. So I think that's important. So we may not be able to connect people the same way. I'm not in for COVID parties and all that, but find ways to safely make connections. Because at the end of the day, we have to be connected because when we're isolated, our mind plays trips tricks on us not right. just when you're depressed and any but you can be in a state of depression right, right, right. and we start believing what's around we need other voices that right. are positive i also say take the time to reflect uh take the time to uh you know continue to learn something new right mm-hmm. you, you have more downtime like me i don't have to commute to work much so i have mm-hmm. time for writing other things but really tap into it. and spiritually you know me connecting with god and, and just really understanding what what are you here to do and mm-hmm. i think you know these times make people reflect on their mortality as well right even younger people because mm-hmm. there are certain perils but i feel like you still have to leave live as well but be smart but build your relationships, continue to feed your mind, open up a book, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, some people, if you you could hide your money in a book, they'd never go in there and be like putting mm-hmm. it in a safe. You know, the, we need to books. read, even if you read online, however, but continue wow. to, to, to stretch yourself and mm-hmm. your knowledge. Um, I think that's really uh, important to get different perspectives because we don't know everything. You know, how they say two heads are better than one as, li- as long as they're not on the same shoulders. Mm. But <laughs> you, you get to connect with other heads. When you read, you get to see a s- escape. And I think mm. that's uh, therapy in itself. You know, find ways to have fun, play games, whatever it is, you know, uh, things that you, you enjoy to, to modify. Maybe do more active things. Mm. In our community specifically, I'd like to see more people exercise. Right. Uh, and I know sometimes people are in food deserts and things like that. So mm. there are a lot of reasons you know, why sometimes people are as healthy as they want to be, but I think there's also a lot of reasons why we can be healthier. Right, and right. so sometimes we have to be open to different things. Mm-hmm. You know, like people say, oh, why are you doing that? You're skinny. Well, okay, it's not about skinny. It's about being healthy. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I want to be healthy. Right. And so just to be into e- eating, 
is healthy and you know not as much drinking because during these times people are stressed you drink more and you do more self-indulgent that's the only thing things. that was open y'all they're, no they're like turned down for what they're like they're like the beer store is open the liquor store <laughs> is open okay you can get your drinks wow Right. So those I don't have all the answers, but there are some things that I do, and I think this is important. But you have to stay stay connected because right, people right. can die of loneliness, you know. Right. Um, but also too, sometimes it's good for people to take that time too you know, look introspectively mm-hmm. within themselves because mm-hmm. sometimes people have to always be around people. They never want to, they're afraid to deal with themselves. But you need to listen to the voices mm-hmm. and really get in tone with who you are. And right. I think that'll prepare you for when you do come out, mm-hmm. right? And so mm-hmm. I think that's important. But not having the pressure that oh, I gotta be a super person but i think mm-hmm. we always need to grow because anything that's not growing is dying right and so we always need to be growing uh in some way it's i think that's important spin that hot fire i i feel you doing that though man especially the self-reflection part because having this time to like spend with my family like showed me a lot of the things that i wasn't doing right. <laughs> for right. them um right. and i'm like oh okay this is what it looks like for her her right. normal day she has a full-time job right these kids are crazy toddlers right now you know what i'm saying so I, i'm like okay th- 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 age, this yeah. is like you know when you know, that happens and i do go back to work and i have to be there mm-hmm. um you know i at least know what i need to do in order to support my family better you know and, and it was really good to look at myself like hey man you've been you've been dropping the ball a little bit you know i, I, I do All great right. i'm a great dad i'm a great husband but you know that that reflection time definitely was needed for me for sure um so i i hear you on that um, now for my my next question and last question um, before we get out of here because I don't want to keep you too long. I'm good. We got a couple, so got a couple that's, minutes. So um, about your listeners, I'm okay, good though. Cool, I'm cool, on fire. Cool. Y'all got me fired cool, up. Cool. So. Yeah. You you killing it right now, bro. I love I love people who interview good because like we've had a couple people on and I'm like yeah. So tell me about yourself. Yeah, I'm me. <laughs> Word. So what about you know like what you know tell us about what you do. Yeah, I do stuff. And it's like, oh, okay. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so so right you know, one of one of the things that we, you know, I, I me personally, I take, I, I'm passionate about young people. Right. You know, I'm passionate about uh, creative arts and education and alternative forms of education, um, and and I'm passionate about self-expression and using art mm-hmm. as a tool to help motivate young people to express themselves. You know, um, and so this podcast for me is all about interviewing dope people in the city. Um, you know, especially black people. Um, so our young black people can see themselves doing dope things and understand right. that you can make a brand, you can make a career out of just a passion. You know what I'm saying? As long as there's purpose behind that. Mm. Um, and so if my and qu- value, you yeah, have yeah, to add value. Add value, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so my question is, you know, being someone who your your branding's excellent, you know, um, your understanding of using social media tools, um, things of that nature. Um, if there is a young person out there who might want to get into, um, you know, you know, taking something that they like, you know, maybe they like to review video games or something mm-hmm. like that, um, and they, but they're just unsure how to go about it and unsure how to use social media or anything like that. You know, what advice would you give that young person uh, who who might be looking toward a, a career path like uh, yours, yours mm-hmm. or mine? Right. One thing I think is important for people too, just generally with career coaching, is really take an inventory of like kind of what your passions are. But passions can change, right? Your purpose right. is your purpose. Right, right. Um, but like listing some things you're passionate about, like what are you good at? What do people say you're good at? Mm-hmm. Like really take an inventory of your assets mm-hmm. and skills. And, and then the how can you use them? If you don't know how, but the advantage that young people have today that, you know, when I was growing up, we just had encyclopedias and things like that, you know. Yeah, but you can learn anything. So a lot of things for me, I read, you know, because I'm older than some younger people, but I, I've read and I, I ask, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not afraid to be like, oh, how can I do this? I want to do that. And I mm-hmm. say even communicate to people to vocalize what your dreams are. Right. Um, because I remember one guy said that, like, well, I think it's Rob Wilson, a uh, financial guy, said that uh, back some years ago that sometimes people are afraid to share what their idea is, is because they think people steal it. But a lot of times, people aren't willing to put in the work, right? right? There's a right, lot of talking right. out there. Um, but vocalize, you know, to the right people what you want to do, and you'd be surprised who knows what. Like, there was a young man, for example, I was eating at Burgatory uh, on this weekend, uh, and uh, a young man, uh, we were talking, and he was like, told me when he said that's what I do he asked me what I want to do he said he, he wanted to do the same thing and so we're looking to collaborate cool. and so to to, to 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 one to take inventory of your skill sets your passions and things like that you want to do but also to let people know and also to use the internet a lot right mm-hmm. and, and even um you know if you research and people who are doing what you're doing to reach mm-hmm. out to them like that young man from Australia I didn't mm-hmm. know him 
but he was interested in me. I saw he was sincere, and I gave him because I, I get a lot of solicitations right, on the internet. Right, Some right, I ignore, but I could tell this young man's serious. Right. You know, all the way from Australia, you right, know what I mean? Right, right. And he was a real deal. So I talked to him for an hour. He was amazing. He reminded me of myself when I was right, younger. Right, actually, nice. probably better actually. Nice, nice. Um, and so we connected, and he he got me. Nice. Right. He took the chance. So being a, 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 willing to be rejected, mm. you know, because a lot of times we have a fear of failure, but failure, you know, I, Zig Ziglar said. Fear is false expectations appearing real. Mm. So a lot of things that we fear are not going to kill us. And I have a video on YouTube called Four Ways to Overcome Your Fear. Check mm -hmm. it out. I have a lot of little videos um, that tell about everything. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I have blogs that talk about, like, uh, you know, about finding your fear. I have all types of stuff like right, that. So right, check right. me out. Um, so those are some things that I would say. Again, I don't have all the answers, but those are things that have worked for me, being curious, being bold, <laughs> and be willing to make mistakes, mm -hmm. right, to fail forward. I think is is important because fear, you know, in the alchemist, they say the biggest killer of dreams is the fear of failure. Mm. And so not being afraid, being bold, being mm. courageous. And for me as a person of faith, I'm like, I know God got me. Right. right, right. And so um, look out. Here I come. Right. I love it. Carlos, <laughs> you are you are truly um, an inspiration. man. it's just great. It's great to hear you speak. It's, it's amazing. Um, and I, I'm so honored to have had you on the show. Um, but before we get off, uh, I know you mentioned having videos and things like that, that I'm sure people are really interested in seeing and yes. hearing if they haven't heard about you. So one more time, just, uh, give them the website where they can find you on social media. Okay. Um, and again, thank you so much for being on the show. No man. problem. Tru truly an inspiration to me. And we got, we got to do some more stuff together for sure. My handles are at C for motivation. And so think of C, the number two, mm -hmm. the numeral at seats to fruit motivation, uh, Dot com or at Seats for Motivation on, on uh, social media. If you Google mm -hmm. Carlos T. Carter, um, I, I'll come up. But again, on my website, you can connect to my YouTube, all my social media, and a lot of my content I have on Inspiration. Mm -hmm. And the Seats for Fruit swag, you can get this. No, and the greatness rock, greatness doesn't just await me. It awaits you, too. It awaits right, you. It awaits right, you. It awaits right, right, everybody right. in here that we are we are created for greatness. Mm -hmm. We are not created to be medi mediocre. Not only we're perfect, but just be who you are. Right. And, and continue to grow as a person and live for a life that's bigger than you. You know, I was a keynote speaker and I did at Point Park, live bigger than you, live a life that empowers and serves others. Mm -hmm. And so when you're not just overly focused on yourself, mm -hmm. that's when you, you're great because we're created right. to, to use our gifts to not only discover them, but to give them away. Mm -hmm. And through that, you can make money, mm -hmm. but it's not about making money, it's about adding value. Right. When you add right. value, people will pay you. Right. So add value, solve problems, right? I like the, 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 uh, the, the uh, notion of careers to say, what problems can I solve? <laughs> Solve. Right. What problems can you solve? Mm. You know, somebody's looking for the answer and it's you. Right. Somebody's looking for a solution and you got it. Right. right? That's right. it. Do, so, do you do you watch Gary V? Gary Vaynerchuk? Do you know? Who I've heard is? him. People have told me about him. Dude, He's a speaker. Dude, yes. Uh, you gotta you gotta check him. I mean, he says ninety nine point nine percent of the same things. That okay, I've says. never listened. I've heard he, of him. He, but I think like he's he's one of those guys that like young people can really like attached to because he's like into hip hop he's into right. sports he has that right. like swag he's not like business like young right. pe young people get nervous when they see people in business suits and stuff right. like that so definitely check him out um yeah man you guys i love it i love it but, but yeah. this is me you uh, have yeah. a you have something to say too all, right. we all inspiration right. we tell our stories and authentic right. we all so not just me right absolutely <laughs> i just want to know like how to how to, like What's your method to stay positive every day? Because you just seem like every day is a good day for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, my old pastor used to say some people got up in the morning and their their alarm clock went off and they didn't get up. And it's not because mm. – so I, I feel like every day, like I sent out something today just reminding people that God loves them. Mm. I reminded them that this is another opportunity to, to, to achieve their purpose mm. another week. And so I believe that, you know, I just count my blessings. Mm. That's a, the trick is counting your blessings. Mm. I think sometimes we spend so much time adding up our troubles, we forget to count our blessings. Mm. And so there's a blessing in everything. And even at my job when I had some tough situations, I said, through the situation, I'm going to be able to help other people right, through what right. I'm going through. And, and I had some tough times, but you know, I have my moments, but that's what, what I, I try uh, to do. And then get just having a hope and knowing that God's going to mm -hmm. work it out, that mm -hmm. he's got me. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know. That's just that's, that's the way I look at things, yeah. I, I love that. And, and I, staying I, away I, from I, negative and toxic people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, there's some people, even, even yeah, family yeah. members, yeah, I've yeah, had yeah. to, you know, yeah. cut some people out because they, they take my energy. Mm -hmm. And so I don't need people to take my energy. Right. I don't need to take people's energy. Right, we right, need right. to feed each other life. And so getting away from that, that helps turning off the news, being informed, mm -hmm. but getting no, away. Yeah. And, and that's very helpful yeah, as yeah. well. So I don't know. That's, that's kind of what I do. But no, I, yeah. I, I love it, man. I, and I think I love that you said counting your blessings because a lot of, you know, 
we forget to be grateful for the things that we have. Right. And sometimes it's like, yo, there are people who are suffering way worse than you could possibly imagine. Yeah. You know, and my mom used to always say when I, I would complain about things and she said, and I would compare myself to other people a lot. And she would, she would say, I, if I had, I got two boxes right here. This box is all your problems. This box is a random person's problems. Would you switch boxes? And I would always say no. And I didn't understand, but it's like, yo, you don't, you never know what someone else is going through or what their life is like. And so, you know, being grateful for the things that you have, you know, being grateful for the, for the ups and for the downs, because I, I feel like there's lessons in all of that. You right. know what I mean? I, I feel like that's really important. Um, and, and two, uh, to, you know, to piggyback on your point about, uh, helping others. I notice like when I'm writing like quotes or, you know, when I'm, you know, speaking or saying something, a lot of times me saying it, it, it it's like, I'm, to, uh, even though I know it's for other people, it's for me too. Know. You know what I mean? And so I feel good about like my post today. I said process, patience, and practice. That's a that's a lyric in one. Yeah, of my I like lines. your stuff too. You're, and you're pretty so, inspiration. And so it's like that's for me. It's to remind myself like Mario, this is all a process. This is all about patience. You know, you got to keep practicing. You got to get better. You can't. You know, you're really good at dancing, but you can always get better. You know, the older right. you get, the less you, your stuff is going to You got to stretch more. So, right, right. Stuff start cracking. And so, and so, like, <laughs> you try to I pop mean, and it just right. literally pops. <laughs> it pops and locks. It's like any Ben Gay kind of, Ben Gay kind of lock. There's more lock, there's more lock than your pop. More lock than pop. There's more lock than your pop. I'm weak, yo. And laughing too, I think is important. It's important as well to laugh. And then you know, my pastor talked about good success, and I wrote, I, I think I wrote something like called "Success is not enough. You can't win until you're the person within." So finding success, that a lot of things are empty, right? It's not money that's going to fill you. Like, what are the things going to fill you up? You know, and, and it's these empty things. So you, 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 people try to climb the ladder of success, and they found out they're not happy there. Mm. But for me, you know, when I had a small house for a bigger house, that my happiness didn't change. But mm. like, what are the things that fill you up? And a lot of those things are the things that we do to empower others, mm. um, and having a spiritual, godly connection as well. Mm. And so for me, I, I'm full. You know, I don't need a bunch uh, of money. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to take care of my family. I want to leave a good financial legacy. Right, right. Um, but money isn't what makes me happy. Right. It's impacting people yeah. and living my purpose. Yeah. That's what fills me up, yeah. and, and uh, you know, and having a connection with God, mm-hmm. um, that cre- you know, and so that gives me that hope that's unexplainable, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and gives me the sense that I can do all things mm-hmm. through Christ who strengthens me, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and so like you know, I just feel 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 great. I feel blessed mm-hmm. to be alive in this time, and you know, because I know a lot of people are, are suffering, and mm-hmm. so I'm glad to, that you know we're able to help people through the work we do at mm-hmm. the nonprofit, but it does pain me to see people suffer, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I've been in tough seasons, but mm-hmm. I feel like this season has been a, a good season for me, even though it was crazy at right, first, right, right. but it's a season of growth and, and uh, the manifestation of many of my dreams and things, but it's not about me, right? Mm-hmm. When I take my last breath, did I live people in places better than I found them? Mm-hmm. You know, was the world a better place or were the people, was my family better because I was there? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I want to give more than I've taken. Mm-hmm. Um, and people give to me a lot of inspiration. It comes from like talking to people, mm-hmm. watching, observing. Um, and um, yeah, and so um, I'm full, yeah. you know, and it's not from money, it's from using my gifts, mm-hmm. helping others, pouring into others, mm-hmm. and letting others pour to me as well. Mm-hmm. And so my cup is full. Yeah. It's full. Love it. I'm gonna go ahead and give you a couple of slow snaps because <laughs> wow, amazing. So we we could be on this for for the yes, whole I night. Can go. I feel like I'm like the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> so, I keep going um, and going and going. So you got to cut me, take off the. No, no, no. Back. I I, I, ha- <laughs> I have no more questions for you. Again, truly an inspiration. Thank you so much for for just sharing, you know, everything that you share, sharing your story, mm. uh, a little bit of your story with us, mm. and everything like that. Um, I'm working on a book too called Great oh, Way Too. I have it. I'm just editing it. I, ha- okay. I wrote it, but I gotta edit it. So I have a lot of things okay. going on. Okay. I was, I was gonna ask because <laughs> I, 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 I did forget one question. It's like you know what's What's next? That's the what's oh. next question. So the book, you got a book coming out called Greatness Awaits You. Yeah, I have to do okay. a lot of editing with okay. it and, and speaking, uh, hopefully, you know, speaking to colleges around the country, right, virtually and, okay. and things like that. But now and, are, you, are you self-published or are you going to I'm going to be self-published. Okay, I okay. want to be self-published, okay. you know, because to me, it's just an extension of my brain. Just like my merchandise, it's, you know, people are part of a movement, right? right? right, right. I don't just want to sell a shirt. I want right. to be part of a movement. Right, right. That's how uh, I, I just yeah. dropped the album and I, I put it okay. I, I put it on my website first. I'm like, I'm not putting it on Apple I sent it to my son. And everything like oh did because my son rap he likes to oh, rap sweet, and stuff sweet, like sweet, that sweet, yeah. sweet sweet cool awesome but uh yeah yeah definitely i definitely believe in like 
keeping everything in house because it's like like Nipsey Hussle, for example, he was he was very big on like all money and you know mm-hmm. what I mean. But that's that's an idea. It's like or like pr- the proud to pay is like if you are, are part of this community of, of of the all money and community, you'll be proud to pay this price that I'm saying that I want for my CD mm-hmm. because there's there's value in this CD and you and you recognize that value. It's not about you know. Uh, it's not about you know making it fair, but at the same time he would give his music out for free at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it'd be it'd be it'd be you know the album would be out for what what did he charge like a hundred dollars a CD? Yeah, something crazy. Yeah, but then he, buy it. but he still had it free for everybody in the hood, like on SoundCloud or something like that. You could still hear it, mm-hmm. but people bought it, like you know. And so I, I really I I love that like being a part of the movement thing, and that that's definitely something that we're trying to develop here. Um, and that I, I, you know, I encourage, you know, my friends who have businesses and people out there who artists and stuff like that, definitely, definitely build on, on that for sure. Yeah. Cause for you sure. discount your value, you know, others will as well. I remember mm-hmm. one time I had an interview at a major bank and Lay said, boy, you are confident. And I said, if I don't believe it, nobody else will. Mm. And so, <laughs> yeah, we need, did the neck twist so, so, so we need, we need to uh, believe it that I we do it. have value yeah. and not being cocky, but really right. knowing that, that you do have value. Right. And I feel like when you value yourself, you know, you're not gonna let people treat you like cubic zirconia when you're a diamond, right? Right, right. And, and and even if you're a piece of coal, you apply enough pressure, pressure it's gonna right. become a diamond, right. right? And so I want young people to understand their value. Don't devalue yourself by killing each other, mm-hmm. by doing mm-hmm. things to your body that's hurting your temple. Mm-hmm. You you have value. You're created for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything that's gonna diminish you from from achieving that purpose. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it. Well, family, this has been. <laughs> episode 65 of the level up podcast we appreciate all those who have joined us on facebook live and all of those who are tuning in are back on google Podcasts and apple and and uh pocket cast and all those other distribution platforms that were on spotify of course that's where most of our listeners are so thank you so much for tuning in and we will be back next monday with another level up podcast your boy mario quinn special thanks to carlos t (laughs) carter special thanks to my boy my co-host reezy reek great job reezy and and we'll be back peace let me remind remind look Gotta give it up. Yeah. Started from the bottom, but I climbed my way up. Leveled up studios, that was all up in my thoughts. But I put it in a pot and I mix it all up. Whoa, whoa, gotta give it up.